Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. COVID has come off the main headlines lately, but the disease is nowhere close to going away. Omicron variant is still around. And as of now, you can start getting the latest booster shot for protection, even against the variant. On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by Dr. Joseph Chang. He's the medical director at Parkland Hospital. He is in the KRLD Zoom room. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Chang. Yeah, absolutely. Here we are again, huh? Here we are. There are some worries that I've seen this week that the vaccine, this particular variant vaccine, hasn't been tested enough in people. Are those warranted, or how does this testing work before it's released? Well, listen, I mean, we... Well, this is essentially the same vaccine, right? So not only has it been tested, it's been given tens, if not hundreds of millions of times across the world already. Uh, so so there's nothing really to be tested. You know, when, when these vaccines are created, uh, the only thing that really needs to be tested is, is sort of the delivery vehicle. Uh, after that has been tested, everything else just sort of gets plugged in. It's, it's kind of like just uh, plugging in a Lego toy into the the, the, the overall uh, Lego monster already. So uh, there's nothing else to test, really. Should every single person who has already gotten vaccinated and boosted also consider getting this new uh, vaccine this fall? Yeah, absolutely. It's available to you. You know, I mean, one of the things that remember, as you guys will recall, at the very beginning, we had a somewhat limited supply of some of these vaccines. And so the CDC gave us very hard and fast rules as to who should and should not and could, in fact, and could not receive this vaccine. And so uh, hopefully our supplies will be good and that it'll be available to folks. Now, that being said, if it is available to you, absolutely, right? Because these old vaccines, it's funny that we call them old vaccines. They've only been around for a couple of years, um, but we're designed against the original virus, right? And as we all know, we've already gone through several iterations and, and, and variants of the original virus. So so definitely getting boosted with something newer uh, is going to be to your benefit. I'm still waiting for them to tell me I can. Uh, if you recall, uh, only certain folks could get the fourth shot and I, I did not fall into that. Uh, it'd be the one time in my life I wish I was older. Yeah. And with this thing, will this booster be available to everyone will that be the recommendation that everyone who got the first original two shots get this booster yeah we're still waiting for that right now it's the ultimately cdc uh, that comes out and gives us those um uh, uh, recommendations and so is going through final committee approval um here e- either today or yesterday and so we still haven't gotten word exactly who's going to be uh eligible for it but um we've already started to receive uh, shipments so we're ready to go um, you know, we we're talking about also back to school and kids getting the vaccine, you know, going from one age to another, from the older population now to the youngest population. That seems to be the two main focuses right now on making sure we're getting uh, protected with shots and arms. Um, how have you seen uh, that response with parents with younger kids? Yeah, we see this all the time, right? Uh, and it, what, what we see is initially when COVID came out, right, the older folks were really affected because they were immune-wise not as covered, right? And then as we saw the evolution of this, we really saw children and teens start to become the biggest, most affected group. Now, they weren't uh, dying, certainly, uh, but they were catching COVID at a much higher rate than everyone else. Well, why is that? Well, number one, they like rubbing up against each other, right? Kids don't like staying away from each other. But number two, uh, we didn't remember we didn't have the vaccine 
for kids. Once the vaccine became available, uh, we really started to see those numbers come back down. So again, we know that this is effective. Uh, we always worry about back to school because this is when, again, kids uh, who are playing maybe in groups of two or three over the summer now are not in classrooms of 20 to 30. You know, and we're, we're definitely uh, going to be watching our numbers there. There is a recommendation also coming out that if you're going to go ahead and get the latest COVID booster, you might as well team that up with your flu shots. Can you get both at the same time and maybe both in the same vial? <laughs> I don't want to say vile, but you can certainly get them at the same time. Uh, that's something that we knew from the very beginning that you could, in fact, get them at the same time. My advice, maybe split it up. I don't know. It, it could be uh, you could have side effects from both, meaning you could feel kind of icky from both. Right. And we know that uh, a lot of people are getting fevers and having their arms hurt and, and, and feeling generally beat up for about 24 hours afterwards. Um, that can happen with the flu, too. So 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 obviously, if you put the two together, you might feel pretty crummy uh, for a day or two. So uh, I probably will split it up myself. I'll probably get one one week and then one the next week. Uh, but it's totally up to you. It's safe. Uh, you just might feel kind of crummy. Going back to the kids for a moment, uh, we've seen uh, here locally a lot of um, other health systems, especially geared towards kids, seeing an increase in them coming to get tested uh, for COVID. And is that any indication on things are, you know, the, the season is turning, people are starting to get sick again, kids are getting back to school, things are spreading, or is this just also precautionary measures because maybe the positivity rate doesn't really reflect the increase? Yeah, I think a lot of this is just parents' concern, right? I mean, I, all of us who are parents, our, our most precious um, precious things in our lives are our children, and we, we tend to think more about that uh, when it, we're more faced with the issue, right? So summertime, they're running around, they're fine, you know, but then now we're, okay, they're going back to school. They're going to be mixing with a whole bunch of other kids again where we think about it more. So I really think that's it. In fact, we're, we're seeing that our positivity rates in Dallas County are going down pretty quickly. Um, and, uh, maybe not as quickly as before, maybe not as quick as we'd like, but they're definitely coming down. And so uh, if anything, the worry should be decreasing. I really think it's just the concern that parents have uh, that their kids are going back to school. New study came out from the Texas Health and Human Services Department. It came out in the uh, Dallas Morning News this morning talking about the number of kids under the age of five that have been vaccinated against COVID. And the number is kind of shocking when it, when, it, when it comes down to it. For kids under the age of five, only 2.2% of children have gotten the first, just the first dose, and it's less than one half of 1% of children are fully vaccinated by this. And these numbers are going around all over North Texas, some similar numbers. Is this surprising to you? I'm not surprised at all, right? Again, Dave and Kristen, you, you know, as we've gone through this whole COVID vaccination process, uh, first we were worried about ourselves, right? And then then when, when the general population got out a little more secure about ourselves, we worried about giving it uh, to our younger kids, you know, or teenagers. Okay, well, maybe, maybe, Maybe we should think about that. And then once we got over that, then it was the next layer down. And I think that's just all this is. Again, parents, rightfully so, are very, very much concerned with the health of their children. Uh, and and far be it for us to, to go ahead and give something to our kids that makes them ill. And so we're always going to think about that. And, and naturally, as the age of our children is lower and lower, uh, we're more and more protective, right? 
uh, that's that's kind of just the way that is. So I'm not surprised at all, David, um, that that's been the trend this entire time. And I think that that will continue. Um, the, the, the good part about that, at least, is that as long as the parents are vaccinated, those young, young children who really aren't going to school at all, they're protected at home because you're protected. So so again, another plug to, uh, to get those around your children vaccinated, because that's going to be really important to protect them. One of the things that's also came out in the headlines is that uh, the U.S. government is going to no longer be sending the free at-home testing kits for COVID. Um, do you expect to see more people in the emergency room kind of clogging up the lines just because they have the sniffles or whatnot? Um, are you concerned about that? Gosh, I really hope not. <laughs> I think that's the real answer. And I actually don't think so. I think the furor uh, of uh, COVID really has died down. In, in fact, we're having a hard time getting people to do the do the things that we know uh, can protect them, right? When's the last time you saw anyone walking around outside with a mask? Uh, that's rare, few and far between now. Uh, so so I, I think you're, you're actually uh, going to see less of that. Um, so I, I don't think they're going to come into the emergency room. I think most people now are just staying at home and saying, well, it's not going to it's not going to kill me. I'm just going to stay here and, 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 and get better in a few days. Are we transitioning into the point where some people had said that this is going to go from pandemic to endemic? It's just going to be a disease that's around for a long time and that we're going to have an annual reminder, just like flu shots, to get your COVID shots. I actually do believe that myself. I really do think a pandemic is probably past now. And, the, you know, pandemic, pandemic it sort of has a connotation that it's going to go away, right? It's going to be gone. Uh I'm seeing now, I don't think this is going to be gone. So so I think endemic is going to be the right word. I think we transitioned to that actually quite a while ago. Um, and it's really it's sort of uh, 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 past the time that, that we should be thinking about this as a new disease. I think this is going to be with us. This is just going to be one of those things. I do believe that if you were to ask me to look at the crystal ball, I would say yes, that I think this is going to be something that every year uh, is going to be updated sort of at least uh, once a year. And we're going to be talking about that just like the flu shot. I, I really do think so. And, you know, let's talk about society for a second. We, you know, have seen viruses, diseases come and go, right? We had like a Ebola scare sure. and, and, you know, West Nile virus, all these different viruses that we had prior right. to COVID. But then when COVID came, it like changed the game. We all thought we knew how to handle it, how to evolve. And then still we're seeing more, things pop up like monkeypox came up a couple months ago and um, it has affected some people drastically. We had here uh, in Harris County just last week, somebody died from it. Um, other underlying health issues, but that's the case with all of these viruses. If you have underlying health issues, you're more at risk for a stronger case. Um, but monkeypox seems to have been going down a bit with positive uh, positivity cases. Is that true? Yeah, so monkeypox, we have to put that in perspective. I think COVID was different, right? COVID, when it came on, it came on kind of like wildfire, and all of a sudden we had hundreds and hundreds of millions of cases. Uh, it, death rates at the beginning, if you'll recall, 2%. 2%, you know, 100 people, okay, that's two people. Um, maybe maybe the public is not so concerned about two people, but when you multiply that out to a million, all of a sudden that becomes thousands and tens of thousands of deaths really quickly, right? Monkeypox is... is is very, very different. You know, worldwide, at least the statistics, if you looked at it last week or so, you know, we're talking about 60 to 70,000 cases worldwide. And we were talking about maybe three to five deaths uh, across the entire 
world. So, so that per, that percentage is, is much, much lower. So I think that's the first thing that people uh, should understand. Uh, you point out it's, it's really interesting, right, as a society, the importance and the stress that we put on certain, I should say emphasis or whatever that we put on certain things, right? When Ebola came out, really super scary uh, for like a week, right? And then when it turned out that, hey, it wasn't going to spread, everyone kind of just left at West now you hear maybe one or two sort of broadcasts about it or, or notices about it and then it goes away um and I, and I think honestly if we had not just gone through a couple years of COVID, i think monkeypox would have been much the same it would have been like oh we have we do have, we do have some cases you know no one really dies uh it, it, no one really even gets uh, put in the hospital uh it, it probably wouldn't have made it a, a week or maybe two uh, on, on a news cycle, but because we had just gone through COVID and still kind of going through COVID, I think it just brings more attention to infectious diseases. And listen, Kristen, that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? I, I think all of us should be of the belief that we don't want to catch things uh, that other people have that, that are affecting them in a, in a, in a negative way. Uh, we should always be on guard. We should always be covering our mouths. We should always be washing our hands. It really shouldn't matter. Uh, when people look ill, we should avoid them. I mean, these are things that we really should have been doing and should always uh, be doing going forward. We talk about monkeypox and how the cases have been a lot lower around here, I guess, because in a lot of cases, it's been shown that monkeypox is more, can be more of a behavioral type thing that you have to have actual contact with someone in order to come down with this as opposed to COVID, which would just fly through the air and anyone could get it. Right. It's a huge difference. Right. And, and that's that's why you didn't see monkeypox blow up into hundreds of millions of cases. Right. Uh, you know, all of a sudden in America, when we saw COVID uh, at the beginning, we were we were doubling every few days. Right. Doubling in cases. And you didn't see that with monkeypox because it's so much harder to get. So again, common sense things. We keep saying it. You're exactly right, David. I mean, COVID flying around in the air, you quite literally can walk through a mess of COVID and not and not really know it and get sick, right? Monkeypox doesn't do that. I mean, you 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 actually have to have pretty close contact and rub up against folks uh, who have actually open lesions. Again, these are easier things to avoid, and people need to keep that in mind, uh, both in terms of uh, sort of turning down the temperature on it a little bit, but also just being smart. You know, if, if folks have lesions on them around, you don't need to go up and be near them for that period of time. It will go away and then you can be near them again. It just doesn't have to be right now. Yeah. Anything else that you're seeing in your, you know, um, hospital right now that people need to be aware of or something that you want people to know? Yeah, I think importantly, folks, uh, we're seeing in, in our hospital, and I know that we're, uh, that, that uh, all the major health systems in DFW are seeing this. We are seeing now a, a trend where people are coming in more with the normal things, right? Heart attacks, strokes, things like that. However, they are more severe. We're seeing them with a we're seeing what's called a higher uh, disease acuity. Why is that? Well, it, it's because folks over these couple of years have really avoided the primary care things that keep them healthy. They've put those things off. Uh, and so now uh, people are actually coming in with more severe problems than before. They're staying in the hospital longer. And that's actually causing a pretty big overcrowding issue in all of our major hospitals in, in DFW. So, so I think a really important thing here to remember is this. We've been so focused on acute 
disease over the last few years, right? COVID is an acute disease. Uh, the, the attention off of some of the biggest killers and still the biggest killer is cardiovascular disease, taking care of high blood pressure, taking care of diabetes. Those are things that folks cannot ignore. And we've seen that actually occur over the last few years here. And now we're seeing more severe uh, consequences of that in the hospital. So big message goes out to everybody. Please don't neglect your everyday health, okay? Because these chronic de diseases, though they are less dramatic than, uh, than, than COVID might be, is still taking more lives than COVID ever did. Dr. Joseph Chang is the medical director at Parkland Hospital. Thanks so much for the time. All right. Have a good weekend. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.